Lenesse Boutique is now open at 1630 North Wenatchee Avenue and Suite 12. There are 10 local artisans and small business makers all in one shop. Plus, they have the full line of Lenesse's soaps and bath bombs, kids' bath dusts, beard oils. Inventory changes often, so visit frequently. They're across from Les Schwab behind Crystal Rocks and more. Lenesse Boutique, now open in Wenatchee. Hi, and welcome to another episode of What's Up Wenatchee. My name is Nikki Darling, and on this podcast, we talk to and have conversations with local Wenatchee Valley business owners, organizations, and nonprofits that are doing uh, amazing things here in the Wenatchee Valley community and keeping it positive and finding out what the deal is and how they do what they do and why they do what they do and how it is benefiting our community as a whole. Today, we're going to talk with Beth Stipe. She is the executive director for the Community Foundation of North Central Washington. Really, when you talk about the Wenatchee Valley, everybody always talks about what a giving community this is. And nobody really tries to figure out why, why at its core, we are such a giving philanthropic community and how that works, and why it works, and how it sustains its philanthropic heart. Because, yeah, people show up, and there's consistency, and that helps with sustainability, reliability, and volunteerism, uh, that helps. It is a subculture uh, that weaves its thread through the community. But I want to say that I really believe that the Community Foundation is the lifeblood that is pushing through the vein that is meandering through the valley, that is creating that sustainability. And as we go through and I talk and have this conversation with Beth, you're going to understand why. Because she's not talking about right now. She's talking about forever perpetuity, in perpetuity, keeping our money in the valley and making it last forever. <laughs> if we could all figure out how to do that, woo, yeah, uh, that's a worthy cause to get behind. I really, I really believe in that. And I am glad that our paths cross and I um, learned, got to learn a little bit more about that. I really started to come across them this summer working with Kelly Kennedy for the Wenatchee Valley Independence Day celebration because they run through the community foundation. They run their finances through the community foundation. Uh, but I didn't really understand what that meant. I just, at the time, it was almost inconvenient. I, want, I don't really want to admit that now because it sounds selfish. But I understand more now that it is not it might be slightly inconvenient, but it's really not. It uh, is smart and logical and is a foundation for nonprofits for success. So I think this is a, a good one for, for nonprofits, even if you're big or small to listen to. This is one for parents because they talk about scholarships for your kids for especially if you have high school seniors or juniors it's good for 
businesses, small businesses, because they have grants, lots of opportunities for information, and this interview with Beth Stipe from the Community Foundation of North Central Washington. All right, so we are going to talk about Give NCW eventually because that's what we're here to talk about. It's like a season of giving from Thanksgiving all the way to the end of the year. Uh, 70 different nonprofit organizations that are benefiting from this uh, fundraiser throughout the holiday season. But um, I want to talk to you, Beth, just in general about the Community Foundation of North Central Washington because. I wasn't too familiar with it until really this past summer, and I'm, I think maybe some other people in the community might have heard of it, heard about it, but aren't really sure what it is, how it works, what you do. So maybe you could clue us in a little bit about that. Absolutely, and I think you're absolutely right. It's. Uh it's a really interesting organization. And I think part of the reason that a lot of people don't know about us is because what we do is so customized to each individual. And we don't have one thing that we do. We, we are all things to all mm. people in many, in many ways. But the Community Foundation has been around since 1986. Our mission is to grow, protect, and connect charitable gifts in support of strong communities in North Central Washington. And how we do that work is that we work Work with uh, families and individuals and businesses and other nonprofit organizations to build permanent charitable endowments so that we have resources available for North Central Washington to make this place the best it can be for the people and all of the, the animals and plants that live here uh, forever. And so we have lots of generous people in North Central Washington who set up permanent endowments with us. Um, some of those are very specific to the interests of the donors. Again, going back to that ability for us to customize uh, a giving vehicle that works for each individual person. Some people say, gosh, you know, I just really love this place and I want there to be resources available for the needs of the future that we could never predict, such as maybe wildfires or pandemics right. uh, that we would have never thought of 20 <laughs> years ago. Uh, and then also um, we have um, people who set up scholarship funds. We have well over 100 scholarship funds. Last year we gave $1.1 million in scholarships to students who want Stop to further it. their education. It's just amazing. And what I tell people is that all of the resources that are held here to benefit North Central Washington come from people who care about this place. Mm -hmm. It's not government money. It doesn't come from Bill Gates. Um, it <laughs> is people who care about this place uh, and who live here and want to make sure that there are resources available for the future. So it's really a cool story to tell. And uh, currently we, we manage over $100 million in assets that are going to benefit this place in perpetuity long after you and I are gone. That just seems pretty amazing to me that there is an organization that is putting out over a million dollars in uh, secondary education scholarships that we're not talking about. Like, right? It's not out there making headlines <laughs> like every single day because that that's a big deal. We're supporting hundreds of students yeah. every year. And that doesn't even include all the grants that we give to the other nonprofit organizations in this region. That totals over millions of dollars every year. It's a pretty incredible resource. And like I said, this is something that comes from the generosity of the people who 
live here. Okay, so let's talk about that. When people, uh, and I don't ever really mind looking stupid because I ask a lot of questions. So I there so, are no stupid questions. Right, you know, you ask questions so that you can learn and be educated. But I kind of have an idea of what an endowment is. Right, you I you say endowment, I think money. Right. right. It's, a, it's a collection of money, but what, where that money comes from, what it's used for, how it can be used. I have, you know, there's question marks around all of those things. I don't. Can you give me insight into that? Absolutely. Let's take for an example, a scholarship fund, because I think that that's a very easy thing that people really connect with. We have other types of funds here, donor advised funds, designated funds, field of interest funds. All of those have a purpose and a place. And again, it goes back to whatever the, the, the goal or the dream of that donor is and how they want to support and give back in their community. But for our example of what an endowment is, let's take a scholarship fund. Okay. So let's just say, Nikki, that you want to set up a scholarship fund. So I would love to do that one that day. Great? Yeah. Yeah. So you've just won the Mega Millions and you come to the Community Foundation and say, hey, I'm going to give you some money and uh, you're going to put that in a scholarship fund and you're going to support students from North Central Washington that want to grow Future up. Future women broadcasters. That's exactly right. Right. So yeah. future women broadcasters. So what we're going to do is we're going to write up a fund agreement. You're going to give us the money. We're going to invest that money in a very conservative portfolio. And then every year till the end of time, we're going to take a certain percentage of that and it will continue to grow along with the, the scholarship. Mm -hmm. And then every year we're going to give a scholarship based on the criteria that you set. It's that simple. And and I could set the parameters when Absolutely. I set up the endowment of you know, how soon I want scholarships to be. Correct. Uh, Usually we do dispersed. it every year. Yeah. And we most donors really want us to start the work immediately. And, that, and that's really kind of the philosophy that we have as well is that, you know, donors don't give us funds to sit on and, uh, you know, lock away, they really want their money to work for them, and they want it to benefit this region. And so we take that very seriously and make sure that every year we're, we're doing that work for on behalf of what those donors have set that up for. But we're also mindful that uh, those dollars need to last uh, until the end of time. And yeah. So that's where that conservative portfolio and that spending policy. So we're a very disciplined um, and uh, we take our fiduciary responsibilities very seriously. But how does a finite amount of money last a infinite amount of time? Well, don't you remember when you were a little kid and your parents told you about the magic of compounding interest? No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, it really does work. And I'll give you an example of that. So we have a fund here at the foundation. It's the Waterville Community Fund. And it's okay. got a great story. And we have hundreds of great stories of how these how how the funds came to be at the Community Foundation. But the Waterville Community Fund was established in the early 90s by five wheat farmers in Waterville. And they each challenged each other to give $5,000 to start this fund to benefit Waterville. And it could go to any charitable organization in Waterville. And it has an annual grant making program. But so that $25,000, along with some additional contributions over the course of time from other bequests or other gifts that came in, the corpus or the uh, the total amount of gifts that came into that fund um, was about $60,000. And so fast forward to 2022, and that fund, the Waterville Community Fund, has given well over 
$150,000 back to the community of Waterville. And today that fund's value is over $200,000. So that $60,000 that started in the early 90s has doubled in giving back to the community and it will continue to grow and give back in the future. All because of compounding interest. All because of that magic of compounding interest. I need to figure that out for my own savings right. well, account. Well, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you guys figured it out to, to benefit the community. All right, let's continue with this hypothetical uh, Nikki scholarship awesome. uh, situation that we set up. So now uh, the, the money has come in, the endowment has come in. Um, I said, I want to start up this scholarship to give back uh, women broadcasters. Women broadcasters. So now what? You have this money in a fund. Who helps give the money, pick out the students, sure. run the scholarship foundation? Well, again, we customize that to meet the needs of the donors. Some donors want to be involved in the selection mm-hmm. of the of the recipient. Well, knowing me, I you mean, you met to. me like five <laughs> minutes ago. You know that I would want to be involved. Um, but some donors don't. And some donors have passed away. And so mm-hmm. we have over 200 volunteers that help us. To Shut up. Re- Review all of the applications. We have over 3,000 applications that come in on an annual basis, and they continue to grow. And so all of this work comes in, and it goes back out into the hands of these volunteers. They meet as committees. They review them based on the criteria that the donor has set. So in your situation, the Nikki uh, scholarship, they would look at that and they would look for students who are going into uh, broadcasting and who are women and any other criteria such as financial need or Mm -hmm. maybe there's a GPA requirement or a certain high school or a certain college. All of those little parameters. There would definitely be a SAS requirement. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) And we have uh, our students will write a personal essay so that our uh, committees will get to know that student a little bit. And uh, so and we spend a lot of time working with counselors uh, to help students uh, understand the process. It's an online process. And we're just getting ready to transition to a universal application. So when a student goes in and fills out their their general information, the system will automatically say, here are the 10 or 15 scholarships that you qualify to apply for. And you fill out the rest of the application and it automatically submits you your application to all of those uh, scholarships that you might qualify for. And then yeah, those because go students out to the are lazy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you know, they do it. happen to, you know, we give them, we give them a couple months to fill out the application. And, and I can tell you the really busy time of uh, the year is uh, 10 p.m. the night that they're due. <laughs> okay, good. No matter how a, hard a, we try. I have a 17 year old stepson who's a senior at Wenatchee High. So we're going through it right now. We get it. Well, January 1, that application opens. So make sure that you, you are that? on top of him. All right. We are. <laughs> We're just good, good. getting on top of it well, all. Well, that's the thing. We have scholarships for trade schools, right. for all sorts of different question. opportunities. I mean, really, no two of those 100 plus scholarships are alike. They're all unique. Right, because they could be for women broadcasters. They could be for trade schools. It could be very specific. Nursing, teaching, who, engineering, who all those things. Endowment 
a donor was. was. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's really cool. Um, what give that the website out now because you know sure. there might be people who are listening who have other seventeen-year-old <laughs> seniors that are going, okay, we really need to look into this. Well, we really appreciate uh, the exposure because that is one of the things that we think is most important too is reaching the parents and the uh, family members of these students so that they can hound them. So that website is www.cfncw.org. Community Foundation of NCW, cfncw.org. Well, we've talked a lot about the scholarships wow. and uh, the endowment uh, aspect of the Community Foundation, but uh, you also have connections to a lot of the nonprofits right. which are in our community. And that is kind of how I came about into knowing about the Community Foundation because I worked a lot with Kelly Kennedy and uh, the 4th of July Independence yeah. Day celebration this summer. And and so that's an interesting relationship that the Community Foundation has with a bunch of these these nonprofits in the, or, in the community. And, and kind of talk about that relationship and how that... Uh, interaction works and how your support works for those organizations. There are so many connections that we have with the nonprofits on a lot of different levels. So um, first and foremost, uh, with our mission of growing, protecting and connecting charitable gifts in support of strong communities, we believe that we can't have strong communities without strong nonprofits. And so one of the ways that we help to support the nonprofit community or or, um, environment here in North Central Washington is that we provide capacity building programming. So we bring in experts in the field of fundraising and governance and marketing and program management. And we provide trainings available to them at a very low cost where they don't have to go to Seattle or Spokane or somewhere else in the country to get this um, work where they can learn and, and improve their processes so that the work that they're doing out in the community, supporting their missions of all different kinds um, is the best that it can be. So that's the first step. Second step is we've had donors that have stepped up and have provided us with unrestricted funding. You know, we talked a little bit about these, these um, individualized uh, donor directed um, funds that they want. Well, some donors say, gosh, you know what, we know that there's going to be needs that we can't predict in the future. So here's some money that you can use to meet the ongoing ever-changing needs that are going to happen as time goes on. Mm. So that money we use to provide competitive grants to the nonprofits. Any nonprofit can apply for our regional impact grant program. During COVID, we had several other grant programs that we ramped up to be able to provide uh, additional support during uh, the the uh, pandemic and the the changes that happened and and changed so quickly. So we retooled for that. And then we also work with them. So several nonprofits in our region have endowments that donors have provided them to support their mission. And they partner with the Community Foundation to take advantage of the investment because we're already out there doing that work and it's a lot of effort. And when you're trying to end homelessness or feed the hungry, um, you're pretty much at capacity for your... Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. for what you can do. And so taking that burden off of them and providing them with the support to invest those funds in a, in a, broad diversified portfolio that's managed and paid attention to Mm. um, on a daily basis. Uh, That's something that we can do on their behalf. So those are three ways that we support our nonprofit infrastructure in North Central Washington. And how do they know that their portfolio is being 
looked over yeah so well that's confidently one of the core things that we do here at the foundation because our job is to make sure that um, we are taking care of all of this all of these resources for north central washington that donors have placed um their trust in the community mm-hmm. foundation and so that is a key thing that we do because we're here forever so well, we right. have to pay but the attention mar- to but that. you know you, the market is fluctuates Absolutely. it's up and down for everybody yes. and everybody and so we like i said earlier we're a very disciplined investor so we have an investment policy that was created by our 28 member board of trustees which are all uh, local volunteers we have an investment committee that meets quarterly we also have an independent consultant that we hire out of seattle that helps us to review that investment policy statement to make sure it's up to speed and then also to um, make sure that the managers that we hire are following that policy statement and producing the results that we want to have. So that happens. uh, Like I said, that's one of the core roles that the community foundation foundation plays in North central Washington. Beth, I like you, you know, your stuff. (laughs) I do. Well, we have a great team here. We have um, a lot of uh, wonderful folks who step forward to be on our board. They serve nine year terms. Um, Nine mm -hmm. year terms. Yes. Are you kidding me? Isn't that amazing? Isn't that quite the commitment holy cow yeah, it's awesome i can't even think about where <laughs> i was in my life nine years ago and they are invested and they uh show up and they bring their skills and expertise which we are so grateful for so the leadership at the community foundation is something that you know when when they hired me 20 years ago i was still i still had founding board members on this organization and i would lose sleep at night thinking who is going to carry the torch i mean because my my job um, is to make sure that this organization um, lasts forever, right? Yeah. And so part of that is to have really high quality leadership at the top, which is my board of trustees that mm-hmm. it, this is their organization, right? They're in charge. Um, I work for them. And I can tell you that I don't lose sleep anymore because we have a very talented and committed board of trustees uh, that takes their role very seriously. And they're just awesome. So it's super important to be confident in your board of trustees. Yes. And they're like I said, they're super committed and very highly skilled. And so I feel very, very strongly that uh, this organization is in good hands. And, you know, we have really strong um, policies and procedures in place. So uh, we always talk about the the Mack truck theory that if I get hit by a Mack truck, who's going to run the organization? Well, it's it runs itself because mm. of all of the, the work that we've done to put good governance in place. That's amazing. Well, all 70 of these nonprofit organizations that are being benefited through the Give NCW, they're all within your community foundation already. Absolutely. Uh, So, but they are being bolstered up uh, during the holiday season between Thanksgiving and all the way up until the end of the year. You can give. NCW. So tell us about this program that you have going on. So this actually, I think we're in our fifth or sixth year of Give NCW. And the idea was, you know, gosh, we've got all of these really amazing nonprofit organizations that are out there that we know very intimately because we have relationships with them. We provide training. We support them on uh, grant making. We thought, you know, we really want, you mentioned earlier that 
not a lot of people know about the Community Foundation. Yeah. Well, we want people to know not only about the Community Foundation, but all these other wonderful nonprofits who are doing such great work to make our lives and the lives of all the people in North Central Washington even better every day. Mm-hmm. Whether they're caring for animals or children or the elderly um, or our environment, they all play a role in making mm-hmm. this place amazing. And so uh, we got some new technology that allowed us to set up an online catalog and a crowdfunding campaign strategy. And so we threw it out there to see if the community were to respond. And our goals were a couple of things. One, um, we wanted to, one, highlight the nonprofits and the work that they're doing. Two, we wanted to grow a sense of philanthropy in North Central Washington. We want everyone to know that they have an opportunity to make this place great and to play a role in giving. And whether it's $10 or $10,000, it doesn't matter because every gift is important and everyone connecting into the community is also important. And so that was kind of the goal of setting this up. And we started out with a smaller group and tied it to our competitive grant making in the beginning. Then when COVID hit, we said, you know what, we're going to let everybody in the door. And as long as they have a relationship with the community foundation, we have vetted them. We know that they're a quality organization and we feel good about, um, showcasing them to donors because we want donors to feel they can trust these nonprofit organizations to to use their dollar wisely and so we feel like because we evaluate them when they come in the door for a grant that we could honestly provide that seal of approval kind of uh strategy well yeah because there was a i think a moment in time it was maybe two or three years ago where people were getting really really picky about where they were sending their donation dollars to they were like well you know this the these donation dollars look how much they're paying their their executive director that's where our donation dollars are going i'm not giving to those people anymore i'm not saying this was happening locally this was more on like a national level absolutely but people are becoming more purposeful with their donations i think that's a beautiful way to say that purposeful because it people do have purpose on a lot of levels one is you know making sure that their dollars are effectively used because there are so many needs in the community and you want to make sure that not only is your dollar well used but it goes to something that you know makes your heart skip a beat a Mm -hmm. little bit and so uh, we think that's important as well Uh, we certainly want people who love the environment to give to the environment and people who love Uh, animals to give to animals because all of those things make this place great so Mm -hmm. uh whatever you choose is not a wrong answer (laughs) right so we wanted to give people an opportunity to do that in a way that's very easy and effective and this technology allows us to um take that on and we have particular donors who have stepped forward who say we're going to help cover the credit card fees so every dollar that comes through the Give NCW campaign goes directly to the nonprofit oh, that beautiful. you choose. Uh, and so that is a super cool thing. We also have dollars that we're able to put in uh, to provide matching funds. So we do this fun game called Funday Monday. I saw I that. Know, it's just crazy. Mondays oh, are crazy around I here. I want it. It's so fun. And so you can, if you are giving, whether it's $10 or you know $10,000. I've never gotten so competitive about <laughs> 
about <laughs> donating money before, but now that come I want to do I it. Know, they do multiple ones so that they get their name entered multiple times. And so, um, and then they can win some money to give uh, to the nonprofits that they love. And so we, um, we have a donor, or a donor who has won a couple times actually, which is quite random because we pull them, we yeah. literally pull them out of a hat. And um, she has given back to the Alano Club, which is a uh, yeah. sub- substance abuse support group. They're very small. They're very scrappy. They really work hard but to raise. But they were on my list. That's who I would give to. I would give to, because I've been in recovery for 20 years. Good so I would give to the Alano Club. And I, I would also give to the Indigenous Roots and Reparation Foundation, yeah. which is, you know, those are a couple of ones that, that, are, that make your heart yeah. skip a beat. Mm-hmm. Well, and she said, you know, they they are really an important part of my life. And so how cool that's so cool that she was able to win some additional funding to give back to the Alano Club. So, that's why I'm like, I, I want to do it. So great. So that's Funday Mondays. Funday Mondays. So you got a so, couple yeah. more Mondays to right. get in on that. We also do a crowdfunding campaign for the Metow Valley because mm-hmm. they have a lot of nonprofit organizations up there. So I think there okay. were over 40 nonprofits that were on the Give NC or Give Metow campaign this year. And um, we we love, they also do a Funday Monday program. And um, the last Monday, they that campaign runs from October 1st through the 31st. And this year, the last day of the campaign was on a Monday, and it was insane how many people gave that really? last Monday. So we we joked around here that we should end every campaign on a Monday. <laughs> What is Give to All? So Give to All is that really awesome opportunity for somebody who says, gosh, there's 70 nonprofits this year. How do I pick? There's just so many good ones. You can give to all. And all of those funds are distributed equally amongst the 70 at the end of the campaign. Oh, wow. So it's very cool. And the Community Foundation throws in some matching funds. So if you put $10 into the Give to All campaign, we're going to put another 10 in. Oh, very cool. I mean, I just want to reiterate because people might be asking, like, why wouldn't I just donate straight to the organization, right? Which you definitely can do. These are going into community foundation accounts that are being strategically managed. Well, actually, all the give campaign money goes directly to the... Yep, we we cut checks, lots of checks. (laughs) We just cut lots of checks. Lots of checks. Okay. (laughs) But there's chances for matching funds and extra funds. It's just a fun opportunity and an easy way for everybody to give because you you can go online and do it and uh, you don't have to set up a fund here and we're going to support those nonprofits. And that's, you know, a lot of this, many of the nonprofits are small and they don't have the ability to run a campaign like this. Uh, sure. Some of them don't even have the ability to process a credit card. Uh, so we're doing the back office work to support them. So uh, this is where they're going to get their money to run their organization for the year. Yeah. And that's, Awesome. Wow. Think about that. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be, they go in the red all year long and this is where they go in the black so that they can run for the rest of the year. That kind of puts it all into perspective. I mean, we know the big ones, you know, we know the pack, you know, yep. we, we know uh, the Chelan Douglas community action council. Yep. A lot of people know them. Um, but a lot of people don't know the Indigenous Roots and Reparation Foundation. They don't know um, Hand Alano in Hand. Club. Or they don't Hand know Alano Club. Club. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I 
implore you to go on. They they have a, a donation packet. You have a donation packet on your website. Yeah. So you can look through, you could read through each of the 70 different nonprofit organizations, what they're about. You can see which one makes you and your little heart skip a beat. And if it really pulls you to make a donation, now is the time to do that because you are, it's going to get give for these organizations for not only for the rest of the year, but it gives uh, the community foundation an opportunity to also um, match in some cases and and just do a feel good thing for the end of the year. Yeah, and give these nonprofits a head start in mm-hmm. supporting the, their missions in 2023. Yeah. All right. And how are your holidays looking? You guys get some time off for after? Yeah, I know this is a big project for the end of the year. It but is, yeah. And year end is very busy for us because people are doing uh, their year end giving. Mm-hmm. And so um, we do take a little bit of time. Uh, but there's always someone here to <laughs> help support folks who are making some last minute gifts, uh, because we think that that's amazing. Uh, and and uh, we love to uh, get to meet those folks who want to do that work. So we have an open door policy and excited to have people walk in and give. It, what are the, the, what's the threshold for a nonprofit if they want to maybe be a part of the community foundation? Well, so a c- couple of different things. Uh, the capacity building work, those trainings are very affordable. They're between 10 and $20. Anybody can participate uh, if you're a board member or we also are getting ready to kick off our uh, board 101 program, which is if you're thinking about maybe I want to join a nonprofit board, not all nonprofits have nine year terms. So don't be afraid. And uh, so, but it'll give you an idea of what it means to be a board member and the skills that you'll you'll need to understand um and so that's very easy if a nonprofit wants to open a fund here that's five thousand dollars minimum and any nonprofit can apply for a grant no matter how big or small beth it has been uh, awesome to sit down and talk with you and learn a little bit about the community foundation and the good work you guys are doing here. Well, it's been fun to get to meet with you. <laughs> and we always love to tell the stories because we we feel like we're the keeper of stories, keeper of legacies here at the foundation. And I could tell you story after story about amazing people and the gifts that they've left to this community that are that we're benefiting from than well, people well, who are it, no longer here that are still <sighs> sending kids to college, like the Gustins. They send about 20 kids to college right. every year and they passed away in the 90s and it's just incredible that these gifts continue to support uh, the needs of North Central Washington everyone can do this well it sounds like a pretty good premise for a community foundation of NCW podcast it's great <laughs> Thanks for making that happen, because Lord knows I don't have the skill. (laughs) Well, we need one where every episode is a different story of an endowment, right? Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, it would be be like, you know, that uh, uh, movie, Julia and Julia, where she went through Julia Child's cookbook and cooked one of her recipes every day, and it took her like an entire year. We could do that with podcasts and stories. (laughs) That would be so cool. So this might be a good opportunity to just take a minute to stop and answer a question that a lot of people ask me, which is, you know, how can I use podcasting in my business or my organization? Or what do I do if I want to start a podcast? You can use podcasting for a lot of different reasons. You can use it to gain credibility in your industry. You can use it to gain attention in your community to get exposure. 
You can use it to gain new leads in your business. All that through podcasting. It is an amazing forum. It is a growing industry. And the Darling Podcast Network is the only local podcast network. And a network is just a group of podcasts that all have influence together in one place. And we help you to develop and creatively put together a podcast idea or consult with you or train if you're looking to do it as a hobby. Uh, We also have recording, distribution, editing, and marketing services. So if you're looking to add podcasting to your marketing and promotion services in the new year, get in contact because Darling Productions and the Darling Podcast Network is a really great way to get your name out there. Or if you're looking to add some, some training internally, we can help you do that as well. Our website is darlingproductionswa.com or you can email me directly at nikki at darlingproductionsllc.com. All right, Beth. Um, So go help out. Go to cfncw.org. Check out what the Community Foundation of NCW has going on. Uh, Give NCW is on right now until the end of the year. Uh, So before you get your good New Year's Eve, good midnight kiss, you can make sure you donate to the Community Foundation. It's like you check off all your good deeds for the year and then you can go get your midnight kiss. Awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Yeah, we love having you. Thank you. Thanks. The What's Up Wenatchee podcast is about to round out. I cannot believe it. It's second season. And in the new year, we're going to head into season three. We're going to keep on rolling through. There's so much that is going on in the Wenatchee Valley community that is positive and engaging and inspiring. So we're going to keep on going. And I want to just let you know what is going on with Darling Productions and the Darling Podcast Network. Throughout the rest of this month, we have the Give Miss Project. Some of you will be familiar with this. Every day throughout the month of December, so 31 people in the Wenatchee Valley community will uh, be recognized through Darling Productions for one reason or another being amazing, giving back to their community, their church, their faith. And we want to recognize those people who have been extraordinary in the past year. And a lot of the local businesses and small businesses have wanted to get involved in this and have donated gift packages and items for gift packages that we're giving out to these Give Miss recipients. So you can keep track of the progress Uh, It will leak over, I think, trickle over into January, but you can watch the progress through our Darling Productions Facebook and Instagram channels and also YouTube uh, because we've added that as well. And then as we wrap up season two, I want to thank everybody who has taken the time to sit down with me and educate me and inform me on their business, their organization, their nonprofit, and has given space for conversation uh, in in a time and a society that is very rushed and very hectic sometimes that is very difficult to do. So if you are from a business organization or a nonprofit and would like to be 
a guest on a, a future podcast, we would love to get in contact with you. Uh, you could go to darlingpodcasts.com or you can email me directly at Nikki at darlingproductionsllc.com. We'd love to get you on the podcast, talk to you a bit more. And also, uh, we have sponsorships. So, so have a wonderful holiday season. Safe, serene, content, whatever you're doing and whomever you're spending it with. Happy holidays from What's Up Wenatchee.